It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball Presentation Ceremony. This week's winner, uh, a brilliant guy, terrible taste in professional sports teams. You'll hear all about it in the interview. Uh, but he is a veteran that has served this country so nobly. Uh, and he joined us to weigh in on the situation in the Middle East, uh, the support for Hamas in Congress, these tone-deaf idiots on college campuses, and, of course, yes, his uh, beloved Atlanta sports teams. I am talking about the great Johnny Joey Jones, who joins us now to accept this Fox Across America game ball. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals, to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. <laughs> I guess you're just a big Phillies fan now. <laughs> Yo, my Josh, who uh, is the engineer, uh, the master who makes all the things happen on this show, hates the Phillies so much. Like, so you don't even know. And we're all just trying to, like, you know, make peace because it's inevitable. Don't you think the Phillies are going to win the world? I mean, it's crazy what they're doing right now. No, they look like Atlanta did for about 200 games each year. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? It's like they're doing their best Atlanta Braves impersonation, and they're doing a great job at it. Um, uh, you know, listen, I don't have a big opinion on the Philadelphia Phillies baseball team, but mm -hmm. we can all agree that their fans are the absolute worst. So, you know, good on them. I'm glad they're, they're getting something out of it. They are winning and winning. I mean, it's the one thing I give them credit for, okay, is I, I get it. I'm not a Phillies fan either, but I've said this a lot on this show. They are the only fans left in baseball that are still committed Committed to throwing beer at the other fans. Okay, beer is $22. Yeah, if you're willing to throw a $22 beer, think of how committed you are, you know? Nuts. It's nuts. No, listen, I I love it. I love it. They're, they're in our division, so I have to hate them. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you got to respect. I mean, Bryce Harper got all that money, and he's been doubted for years. And the last couple of years, he's proven his worth, and I, I respect him for it. Yes, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal postseason player. Um, how about really quickly, and then I know we have some adulting to do, um, are you sold? I know you're the biggest Georgia fan around, but are you sold on this Georgia team? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with them until they prove me wrong. I, okay. 
they looked more like Georgia teams of 2017, 18, and 19, mm-hmm. which were very capable teams. Yep. Um, they're young. And the thing is, hey, man, they haven't lost a game yet, so nope. we're still here. Stick with them. <laughs> yeah, just take the ride. Yeah. Buy the ticket, take the ride. Okay, gone is George Pickens yeah. and Stetson Bennett, but the team is still winning ball games. No, I respect that. Well, listen, mm-hmm. listen, you know, we won two championships with Ladd McConkey, a zero-star receiver, being our best receiver, and Stetson Bennett, a two-time walk-on, being our quarterback. So, you know, all the recruiting that hype is on, coaching them up, getting them to believe in it. We got mm-hmm. a bunch of young guys. Brock Bowers is out, which could mean uh, it could mean destruction, or it could mean that those five or six receivers they have have to start playing their game. Imagine that. We're talking to Shawnee Joey Jones. Uh, is <laughs> the there spin is yeah. on, brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Is there any truth to the rumor though that Kirby Smart might become the next Speaker of the House? Uh, you know what? He's got just about as good of a chance as Kevin McCarthy does. <laughs> it's, dude, it's so crazy right now. Uh, so we're, we're short votes again. I don't know if they're going to vote again in a little while. I mean, the truth is in politics, okay? It looks absurd. But at the same time, if they eventually get back the power of the purse, fix appropriations, and start balancing budgets and not using these CRs to fund the government, they can be forgiven for this. But we are running into, like, clown territory now when you're on, like, the fourth guy and the 10th vote, you know? Riddle me this. If they didn't have enough time to pass the appropriations bills before this fight started, how do they have enough time to pass the appropriations bills (laughs) once this fight gets settled? That's just a timeline problem because they're not working on any of it right now. I I know several people up there and have talked to them through this whole process. Mm -hmm. So, listen, I I spread the hate evenly when it comes to Congress. I don't love one. You know, there's a couple of guys I served with and have Mm -hmm. known forever they, they get a little bit more grace from me. But for the most part, I expect them all to be very selfish, especially in Congress because they're always trying to get reelected. They never yep. stop campaigning. That's a part of their legislative strategy. So if you look at this from a 30,000-foot view, mm-hmm. Matt Gates has voted for a CR just about every year he's been in Congress. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to vote for one this time, and he, and he was successful in staging uh, a, 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 to get McCarthy out. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. Hey, that's politics. It is what it is. Guess what? He's going to vote for a CR when the next speaker gets appointed. It may be a 30-day CR. It may be a year-long CR, but he's going to vote for one. So his entire principled argument is going to go out the window because it's not going to be a CR McCarthy put up there. So what is their strategy? I'm not saying he was wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying McCarthy was right. But what is the strategy here? What? How are you actually going to get to a house that is more conservative and doing things more the way they're supposed to if your mechanism for disruption creates more of doing things the wrong way? And that's where we are right now today. That's such a great point is that Congress is filled with influencers. They just want to be like social media influencers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like the biggest. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And, and you know, listen, Matt Gates is playing a game better than the rest of them, but it's the game that they all want to play. It, yep. Beating up on him doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, I'm frustrated because I, I felt like in, in, in when you look at results only, not method of how you get there, mm-hmm. I feel like the, the CR that they put in, the, the, the 30% cut, mm-hmm. started the conversation in the right way in a position where you have moderates and your very slim majority of Republicans, and then you have every single Republican in the Senate, minus a couple, is going to vote for spending. That's what Senate Republicans do. Yeah. Where Where is your leverage right now to mm-hmm. get spending under control? Your leverage is to win the House, win the Senate, win the presidency, 
and be a thorn in their side that way. And I don't see that happening. Yeah, we're not playing good ball. You know, we opened talking about the Phillies. Uh, we are not like the playing. Braves in the postseason. Yeah. Just snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> dare, dare I say Dodgers in the postseason. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you know, you put up a fight. Uh, Clayton Kershaw just lets up nine runs in the first inning and they drag him off the mound. Not pretty. Um, let's, let's talk about this while I got you on the phone. Um, you know, this whole back and forth in the Middle East, obviously it breaks your heart. It's a lot of carnage and chaos and and something I know you have quite an extensive background in dealing with. Um, are you frustrated at all by the fact that, you know, Biden's over there, he's announcing more humanitarian aid to Palestine. And of course, you know, innocent civilians who mean well and don't support Hamas, uh, do deserve our consideration, but is it possible to give them humanitarian aid without it going towards terror? Have you met a Palestinian that doesn't support Hamas? No, of course. No, <laughs> that's the point. But go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And if, listen, this is not a justification yes. uh-huh. for, for civilians being injured or killed. Nope. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the talking points that are coming from our government yes. and even even Israel's government and others. And it's this idea that the, the, the people in Gaza are completely benign to this, and they're not. It may not be their fault if mm-hmm. they've been raised and indoctrinated, but the idea that – and this is what I've been speaking about for several days now. When the Soviets went into Afghanistan, mm-hmm. they bombed and used tanks. They didn't get out on the street. They didn't do diplomacy. They didn't talk to people. They just killed everyone they thought needed to be killed, and that was how they were going to take Afghanistan. And they quickly realized you can't get to those people yep. with tanks and planes. So they finally uh, – we those <laughs> people. Uh, stingers that could take the planes and the tanks out, and they said, you know what? It's not worth losing it. We're going to get out of there. Mm-hmm. What was left were a whole bunch of orphans. Those orphans got rounded up, put into madrasas, and, and indoctrinated in the 1980s at how bad the Western world and Russia is. Mm-hmm. All right? So then 20 years later, do the math. We have 9-11, and now there's an entire army of indoctrinated 20-year-olds that want to kill us and they do a pretty good job at it for 20 years mm-hmm. as the Taliban. So the problem Israel has is you can't get to every Hamas fighter and kill them and eradicate Hamas. Mm-hmm. They are breeding a new generation of Hamas by killing Hamas. And there is no answer to that problem right now. Yeah, it's really hard to watch it play out. Johnny Joey Jones is on the line. And there's, you know, this secondary battle being fought over information. And I think what a lot of people on the left are trying to do, and this this one bothers me, is people are trying to establish what I consider to be a moral equivalence between Israel and Hamas. And I think that's what yesterday's spin on the hospital attack was, was a justification for all the people who've been cheering on Hamas to say, look, we were right. Look what Israel does. Uh, And that part, I mean, there's still a couple of tweets up from the squad. The Times ran with it, CBS ran with it. Isn't it kind of crazy to be living in an America where like three summers ago you might have got fired for saying you supported the police. Now you say you support a terror group, you still got a gig in journalism in Congress. Isn't that a little off? It's on brand. It's where we are. It's where we've been. I mean, you can't say a man is a man and a woman is a woman. You can't say boys can't beat up girls on a wrestling mat. You can't say a lot of things, it seems. So why not say that people who murder, rape, and pillage uh, are victims? I mean, that's in line with everything else we're told to believe these days. The truth is it's it's disgusting. War is horrible. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. It's the worst thing. As someone who has fought two wars— you won't find a bigger pacifist when it comes to opportunity to not get into a war than me because 
I know the price of war isn't losing my legs as a combatant. The price of war is innocent civilian blood. That is the price of war, no matter who's creating it or who's defending themselves. It happens. It happens sometimes by intent. Sometimes it happens accidentally, but it will happen. It is guaranteed. It is as true as the sun will come up tomorrow. You do not engage in war as a, as a, as a short fuse, as a quick decision. I have no... I have no reservations that the Israeli government has waited this long to look at an operation like this for that reason, and they feel like they have no other option. Now, you can say that they've done things wrong, they've done this wrong. You can say that it, the land belongs to the Palestinians. i got news for you. The land belongs to whoever won the last war. Yeah. That's the way the world works. <laughs> That's how this world works. So if you true. want something different, you better get a big army and go win all the wars. Yep. That's how people are. I hate it. I mm-hmm. wish it were different, but it is absolutely the truth when it comes to human beings. The people with their head in the clouds feel like they, they aren't for much, but think Israel should somehow defend itself, not just today, but in the future, without engaging in war. I want to know what textbook they got it out of so I can put it on the pile next time we're burning books. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's Dude, it's so true, man. And I, I think back to our country. Whenever you hear a phrase like stolen land, I'm like, dude, whoever was the first guy to take the land lost it to the second guy about an hour later. You know, and that's just been the way it's been. Uh, and it's spot the on. Best, yeah. yeah. And it's, but it's, it's well, a, the best example is like yeah. the, the fight over Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Indian tribe who says that it's sacred to them literally killed the tribe that it belonged to right up until, uh, you know, <laughs> right before we took it. <laughs> they owned it's, it for a year. Well, nope, that's sacred. It's, it's, no, that's just not how it is, man. I know. And it's rough. And, and, and it's, you know, that's why you do try to avoid stuff like this. But, but let me ask you, like, knowing that we are hurtling towards what sometimes feels like a larger conflict. You know, is there a is there a means to avoiding a larger conflict when you hear that we are calling up Marines and, you know, potentially other apparatus of our armed services, uh, armed forces to help out over there? You know, is there an off ramp coming or are we looking at a Ukraine where we've got a two year deal? Like, what do you think is actually going on? It, you know, it's I'm not going to tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl. And I'm not going to tell you what's happening here, but this okay. is, I'll tell you what I know leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things here. Number one, the, the military, the, the units we have in position mm-hmm. can do two things. They can bomb mm-hmm. and they can do crisis response. And that's what those units are best at. So, mm-hmm. for example, if we send jets off an aircraft carrier to bomb uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon, we also have the 26th MU that can go recover a pilot if he gets shot down. That's the kind of thing that that MU can do very well. Okay. They can also go in and get Americans that are trapped in a war-torn area of Israel or Gaza, not necessarily go in and beat Hamas. These aren't necessarily infantry troops. They're specialized in some of them are combatant troops, mm-hmm. special operations, but their training and capabilities are they can land amphibiously, they can land by air, and they can go in and surgically uh, recover, uh, you know, an air, an airplane, a pilot, a group of Americans. That's the type of capabilities we've put there, and I think that's the appropriate thing to do. I think it's the best thing we could do is have the threat to bomb you into oblivion and the assets to go get our people back. I think a lot of people have forgotten or aren't talking about the fact that one of the things that makes the Israeli relationship so important to us 
is the overwhelming amount of dual citizens and the, and the overwhelming amount of Americans that live in Israel or, or have family in Israel and spend a lot of time there. I think that makes this, regardless of our diplomatic situation with Israel, us being a close ally in all things, that is an important thing. Look at Afghanistan. Look at Ukraine. Look at the crisis that wasn't solved by the government with Americans being stranded in a war-torn area. I think having the assets there is important and smart. As far as where this is going, mm -hmm. take you back to 1983. In 1983, the earliest iterations of Hamas bombed Marine barracks in Beirut, Lebanon. They actually ended up killing 307 people. Over 200 of them were uh, Americans. Reagan had a plan to go in and bomb the Iranian training, the, the facilities built by Iran, training Hezbollah, and the Secretary of Defense talked him out of it because he said there wasn't enough, quote, proof that Iran was behind it. Here we are 40 years later in the same fight. Would we be here if 40 years ago Reagan had bombed them? And does that mean we should support Biden bombing something similar today? I don't know, but we have to look at it and try to learn from history. Yeah, I, in, in, a, in a perfect world, we would. Uh, I don't always look at the top of this administration and feel like they're playing championship ball. But it doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean I won't root for them. I'll put on my big foam finger. I'll put on a, a, a Biden jersey, uh, whatever I got to do. Uh, but, man, it is. It's tough to watch. I, I don't know. I don't know that Hamas was intimidated by the president who takes the small steps to get onto the plane. We'll see. You're right. You're right. I, I, I'm in a place where I have to believe the president will make some good decisions and not criticize him if he doesn't do them the way I want him to. Mm -hmm. But I can't wait for this president to retire. I'll put it that <laughs> It's going to be. <laughs> Talk about addition by subtraction on our roster. Uh, we'll get there uh, in due time. <laughs> Listen, it was good to have you back on the show. They should know the book. Uh, it is called Unbroken Bonds of Battle, a modern warrior's book of heroism, patriotism, and friendship expertly written uh but i might add you know how much i loved it and i'm not just buttering you up to get you back on the show because i kind of think you're a pain in the ass with all the brave stuff <laughs> you know i'm an easy guest right now cause you, i'm a punching bag man yeah actually right yeah we got you down we need to rebook him again tomorrow <laughs> if you're not doing anything <laughs> gotta cash these checks while we can oh you're the best man uh, uh keep playing good ball brother i'll see you soon Take care, man. That's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation ceremony. I am back on your radio Monday. Until then, I'll be eating myself half to death somewhere on Long Island. Have the best weekend allowable by law. We will see you back here Monday. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.